This is the TJ Show. I asked my wife, Jess, to help me kick off the show today. Ooh. Hey. Uh, hello? Jessica. Yes. So, you know, I read Bono's book, right? Yes. Something happened to me when I read it. And there's just something different about me. And so I want to sing something to you. Okay. This is because you know what day it is, right? What day is it? Oh! Now you do it. Come on. Come on. This is good. Everyone's going to hear this. Same lyric? No. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Or something about the day. Because it's the middle of the week, you know. It's the day after Tuesday. Close to where I was at. <laughs> Alright, now throw it back to J-Bo. J-Bo has the coolest collection of sneakers I've ever seen. What about Kenny? My wife Jess to help kick off this Wednesday in a special way. Yeah, that losing football team is the Jets. How are they doing? <laughs> They're playing golf right now. Yeah. I feel like all you need now is to ride on a motorcycle in a leather jacket. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to the TJ Show. I'm TJ. There's Jaybo. What's up? There's producer Kenny. Yeah, Wednesday, bloody Wednesday. Very nice. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Yeah, the uh, the show is here, and I don't know if you're cold today or if you're super hot. It's all kinds of temperatures around this country. It is. And also Canada. I imagine where we're on in Canada has got to be very cold right now. Yes. And so we thank you wherever you are. Hopefully you're warm or cool. You know, it's we're doing the best that we can. <laughs> <laughs> I know where we are, it's freezing cold. It's I mean, brick, it's, man. It's like 11 degrees. Mm. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get there, though. I mean, and if you know, where you're at is like in the negatives, you're laughing at us. You're like, 11? Yeah, no, I know. No, it's a summer day for us, right? right? No, it's uh, it's fun to ice skate to work, and you know, we we just we switch it up, and then it'll get warm again, and then we'll be complaining, and we'll want more cold. That's how us humans are wired. And look at that! It's Benjamin Franklin's birthday today. You a fan of Benjamin? Yeah, he's cool. I like, like Benjamin's. You like his picture? <laughs> yeah, I like those pictures on his on the hundred dollar bill. Yeah, right. Exactly. He was born in seventeen oh six. This is a long time. You sound surprised okay. by that. <laughs> no, I know. You know what? I am kind of surprised by that. I didn't realize it was that long ago, but yeah, I guess <laughs> you're right. Wait a minute. There's your history for you. And he died at the age of 84. And I wanted to bring him up today because you read through the quotes 
that Benjamin Franklin wrote while he was here on Earth, and like it is so inspiring even today. Obviously, considered a founding father of America, he was a drafter and a signer of the Declaration of Independence. And the first postmaster general, our camera guy Josh, actually saw his signature in real life. Isn't that true? How'd you feel? Uh, that is true. I was honored to be able to do that. Yes. He invented the lightning rod, bifocals, swim fins because he loved to swim. He invented the urinary catheter, which yeah. I wonder, how do you discover that? The, I'm glad he figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to figure I've that out. I've heard those things are painful. Yeah, the Franklin stove, which is a much more efficient way to heat a home than a traditional fireplace. Street lamps. He invented street lamps? Are you kidding me? <laughs> an what odometer. You don't have a phone or a computer to distract you. You're so right, Jabo. You can invent things. Right, I know. And everything's been invented now. And signed up declarations. <laughs> right. And people aren't inspired to make new things. But uh, here are some of the famous sayings and uh, different written words that Benjamin Franklin left us all those years ago. And I want to read this to you because I just think it's so relevant to today. Well done is better than well said. That's from him. Hmm. No gains without pains. Das. That wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, no, that was Benjamin uh, Franklin. He said, no pain, no gain. <laughs> but I no. got that from Ben Franklin. <laughs> Dost thou love life? Then do not squander time, for that's the stuff life is made of. Mm. Mm, that's look at good. that. Hide not your talents. They for use were made. What's a sundial in the shade? Right? That old English boy. Yeah, it's tripping me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't just say, don't hide your talents. Right. It's not what they were made for. Beware of little expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. Think about that today with all the little expenses Ooh. on our credit cards, all the little subscription fees. You want, people wonder, why, why can't I pay my bills? It's like, well, fix the small leaks. I don't know if I'm getting too deep into this, but it's not just money-wise. It's like, what little small thing are you allowing into your life that you think it's not a big deal that mm-hmm. then derails your entire plan or oh, future? Yeah. No, that's not too deep at all. It's good, J-Bo. Here's another quote from Benjamin Franklin. He that is good at making excuses is seldom good at anything else. Oh, snap. <laughs> Damn, I got slapped. <laughs> right. I felt that. <laughs> An investment in knowledge always pays the best interest. Seeking wisdom. There you go. That's good stuff. Early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Only just sleep deprived. Guess like fish begin to smell after three days. Uh, (laughs) That's true. You ever have someone at your house too long and you're like, all right, it's enough. Yeah. You can go ahead. Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. It's all from Benjamin Franklin. Man, I wish I could hang out with him a little That's bit. That's good stuff. Lost time is never found again. By failing to prepare, you were preparing to fail. See, I didn't know he said that. There you yeah, go. That was it. Life's tragedy is that we get old too soon and wise too late. Look mm-hmm. at that. So much there from Benjamin Franklin. So happy birthday to him. He'd be, I don't know, 318 years old. Nice math. Yeah. I was prepared with that one <laughs> because I didn't want to fail. Yeah, today is Benjamin Franklin's birthday. So... That also means it's Kid Inventor Day. Nice. Obviously, honoring all the inventions that Benjamin Franklin had that still we use in our world today. Life-changing inventions. And so I interviewed my kid. My daughter, Charlie, she's nine years old. and wanted to know if she had any inventions up her sleeve (laughs) for Kid Inventor Day. Hello. Charlie. What? You know that it's Kid Inventor's Day. Really? You got any inventions for me? 
can put on your nose. And that washes off very easy. But why does anyone need that? So it looks like a clown nose. Don't they have that already? No, like paint that you can red up paint on, that you can put on your nose. What about red makeup? They already invented red makeup. Yeah, why not just use that? Have you ever seen Mama t- try to take off her makeup? It takes forever. Oh, so you just want something that's easy, but doesn't lose the quality of the red clown nose? Yes. Okay, do you want to be a clown? No. Most of them are creepy. No, they're not. Some. Some are creepy. Yes, some are creepy. Okay. Can you invent a perfectly normal clown? Why don't you make that on adult invention day? All right. Thanks, Charlie. Why don't you make a bag that, that, you, that you can fit everything in? Ooh. Yep, a bag that you can fit everything your house in. I love that. You could just go on vacation with your house, then you wouldn't need to stay in a hotel. That's good. And if you and your food doesn't go bad because you bring your fridge. Yeah. Well, happy Kid Inventors Day. I wish the same to you, but you're all grown up. <laughs> but I'm still kind of like a kid, right? Um, the kids have beards with gray hairs poking out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. And there it is. <laughs> it's Kid Inventors Day. She never misses, man. I'll tell you that. Well, Charlie, uh, yeah. Very uh, offensive, but, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to be offended? It's the way it is. But, you know, most inventors do have a little bit of gray poking out of their beard from what I know about inventors. Yeah. Did you invent anything when you were a kid? I don't remember inventing anything, no. Yeah, I did. I invent- invent- well, I've talked about this before. I invented Easy Pass, you know, the little magnet that takes you your You had toll. the idea for it, but you didn't invent it. I mentioned it to my dad, and then shortly after that, it was invented. And so... I mean, I, I don't know how I get credit no. for that, but it's just something that happened. <laughs> you don't. Yes, camera guy Josh. I was actually out shoveling snow with a kid yesterday, and he had an amazing invention idea. What's that? He said that we should make red road pavement so that when there's black ice on it, you can see the black ice better. Oh, yeah, that's pretty Smart good. Smart kid. Hmm. That's really good. I like that. For those mm. of us in cold weather today... That's a wonderful idea. Or you could just invent yourself a trip to Florida and be down (laughs) in Key West and you never have to worry about ice unless it's in your cocktail. Yes, producer Heather. I don't want to bust that kid's bubble, but like that would just make it red ice because ice is (laughs) see-through. He's a kid, Heather. Yeah. He's a kid. Wow, Heather. Way to rain on that parade. Downer. Boo! Well, if you're an inventor and you're going to take a risk to invent something, you're going to have your naysayers. You think Benjamin Franklin, everyone was just like, great idea, Benny. Did you ever invent anything, producer Heather? (laughs) Yeah. What have you invented when you were a kid? What did you invent other than a bad attitude? (laughs) Not a thing. Yeah, yeah. So So go sit down somewhere. All right. So there you go. Kid Inventors Day. Hope you're celebrating. This is the TJ Show. I was finishing up some work on my computer yesterday, and my daughter approaches me and goes, Dada, I want to show you a video. (laughs) I said, okay, she's got her iPad in her hand. And I said, Charlie, I just need a minute. I got to finish up paying this bill. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dada, I want you to see the video. And I said, well, just give me a minute, Charlie. Next thing I see, she opens up her little timer app in her iPad and sets a timer for a minute. 
And so now I'm racing That's against the clock. Hilarious. And I'm like, oh, I got to finish now. I said, a minute. And she's timing me. She's just staring at me as the clock is counting down. I'm like, when did this kid get like this? Oh, my goodness. She used to not know how to set a timer. Now she's setting a timer on me. She's doing what I do to her when I say you got three minutes until bedtime. Why did I even teach her that technique? And so I finished right around the 23-second mark. Good and I job. said, okay, I'll see the video. Way to beat the clock. I was impressed with how annoying that was. And I said, well, all right, I got to come through. Now you know how annoyed she feels when you do it to her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she really annoyed me. j what's happening in your world today? Oh, man, when I woke up today, I started rubbing my right eye. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure that I had pink eye when I woke up this morning, but I took care of it. Wait. How do you just take care of pink eye? Because I just rinsed my eye out, Ugh. and then I took some saline and then just like flushed it out. I don't think you put... I didn't say I have it. I said I thought I did. My eye is fine now. It doesn't burn anymore. Okay. When you said pink eye, I had a quiver that... Did you see? I just went... Ugh! Yeah, it's not burning anymore when I woke up, but I took care of it. Kenny, why are you like... I am trying to get as far <laughs> away from you as possible. I think Apollo must have played the trumpet on my pillow last night. That's probably why my eye oh, was no. in some kind of way. Your Yikes. cat... Yeah, possibly. Pink eye carrier. <laughs> I don't have pink eye, guys. I, I thought so, but I'm good. I'm distracted. I took care of it. Order me caution tape from eBay right now. Whatever. I need to wrap myself in caution tape. Dramatic. Like hey. ski goggles to do. Yes, the there you go. That's even better. Well, yes. can I get some too? No, uh, no, you're not touching anything I put on my eyes. Kenny, what's happening in your world today? Well, I have a question for Jabo. Actually, did you okay. notice anything different about me yesterday? No. Okay, good. You were fine yesterday. I forgot to put on deodorant this yesterday morning. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was me. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I just want nothing. There. <laughs> yeah, I, I drove in the car with you, TJ. You didn't smell anything, but I was bundled up with coats. So Yeah. I've been in that same place where I forget, and you feel awful about yourself, mm -hmm. and you are self-conscious. Yeah. Like, when that happened to me about a month ago, I'll never forget the moment, producer Heather leaned over me to grab something on a computer, and she did a hard sniff. <laughs> And I just assumed it was about me, but it could have been about anything. She could have just randomly sniffed hard, well, and I thought on, it was me. Heather, do you remember this? Well, this was like a month ago. I doubt she would remember it. The stench must have been so foul, she probably does. Have I smelled near you at all? That's probably a better question. I don't recall this, but if you did smell, I would have said something for sure. That's how it should be. Yeah, We trust each other enough. We've got to tell our friends if they stink. Right? I mean, how that, would you say it though? Would you just be like, bro, you musty? Like, how I, would you say that? I would just say, hey, Kenny, I smell something on you. <laughs> yeah. Did you have uh, some sort of meal last night? Did you keep your jacket in a restaurant overnight? Would, I, would, I would tell him because I, I would want to know. I'd want to know the same thing, but that can backfire sometimes. You know, there's a woman who I knew for years and I had a great professional relationship with her. We would see each other often in the same circles. I was backstage at a concert one time and I said, hey, just so you know, you have a little boogie in your nose. And she got horrified. Our relationship changed forever. And I'm what? like, wouldn't you want to know that? No, you'd become my best friend if that happened to it's me. It's between you and me. Mm -hmm. I thought we had a thing. And, you know, that was it. That was the, I've never seen her again. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, well, that's what people are weird. Anyway, yeah. uh, J-Bo, I mean, Kenny, you smell fine. Thank you. <laughs> and my eye looks good? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think. J-Bo, you went and got your oil changed in your car. Right. And the guy who was taking your car said something to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you should take this. <laughs> I don't know either. But you took it and you brought it to your husband, Archie. Right. And you guys are in different places, obviously, because Archie is active in the U.S. military. And if this guy knew that, I don't know if he'd be messing with you. I don't know. That, that's why my husband's opinion on it was important. That's why I took it to him. But was he messing with you or was he complimenting you? 
Well, let's find out. This is your message to your husband, Archie. Hey, babe, you're going to laugh when I tell you this, but I took my car in to get serviced, to get an oil change, you know, tire rotation, all that good stuff. And when I dropped the car off, the guy that I hand my keys to who writes up all my information, he looked at me and he was like, you look married. He said, you look married. Yep. You look so, married. Weird thing to say to someone. I don't know if it was a compliment or a diss. I was real, I was real confused. And I laughed and I said, what does looking married look like? Like, what does that look like? And he's like, I don't know. You just look married. Mm. And I, I don't know. But I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm married. I guess I look responsible. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. See, my initial thought is he's trying to feel out if you are married and he's saying that like he's not trying to pick you up I'm naive I was just like okay you, you look like awesome you're like you're you're doing great cause you've got someone I guess and, and then if you said well I'm not then that opens the door for oh. him Okay, so he was spitting some game. What's your thought? Well, I I remember there's an episode of The Office where the character Andy Bernard makes this exact move with a woman that he's interested in going, so what does your boyfriend think about that? (laughs) I see. And then she goes, I don't have a boyfriend. And that was, okay. Okay. So let's see what J-Bo's husband Archie thinks. What does those questions have to do with your car? (laughs) I don't know what someone looking married is supposed to look like. I mean... Do I look like I'm married? Does TJ look like he's married? No, the answer to that question is no. No no one thinks anyone married me. <laughs> People look at my wife when I Stop. introduce him and they go, really? And I go, yes, this is, this is real life. What does a married person look like? Outside of the indication that they're wearing a symbol of their marriage, which is usually a ring, what does a married person look like? Just out of curiosity. What does he look like? Is he good looking or something like that? Hmm. He wasn't bad looking. He was cute. Ooh, the guy was cute. He was cute. Why'd you tell him that? My husband asked a question. I was going to be honest. Oh, you love that he was cute. I didn't tell the guy he was cute. Are you happier that he was cute? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a little flattered. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever attempt that was to kind of show that he's interested. Good job, baby, for still having what it takes. Weird approach on his part. Ah, see, Archie's so smart. Yeah, he just, he knows like how to compliment you and he's not stepping into any traps and you're delivering this great news. (laughs) Hey, someone wants me and thinks I'm awesome. That makes makes my husband Archie feel good too, you know? He's like, okay, yeah, I got a hot piece. Yeah, I never get to deliver that kind of news to my wife, Jess. It's a bummer. I'm waiting for it. But I think that's great, J-Bo. And I'm glad that you didn't take offense, you know, because it's so easy to take offense to something Mm -hmm. like that and you were just, you were rolling with it. Yeah, I was chilling. I didn't realize he was flirting until I was leaving the dealership and he he runs into me again and he shakes my hand and he's like oh what's your name again and I'm like and I told him my name and he's like well I hope to see you soon and that's when I was like oh you are flirting yeah, I'm just that, that naive I just didn't know must be nice to be Jabo. <laughs> stop that yep. that's pretty cool to be cool <laughs> yeah well here's a very eerie headline I caught today Chicago area Tesla charging stations lined with dead cars in freezing cold. One user quoted as saying, a bunch of dead robots out here. Mm. It really looks eerie. You see this picture and people can't charge their electric vehicles. This goes on to say desperate Tesla owners in and around Chicago were seen trying to charge their vehicles with no luck amid frigid temperatures. These really cold temperatures have been plaguing the Midwest. And one expert saying that the cold weather can impact the ability of electric vehicles to charge properly. 
Another Tesla owner says, This is crazy. It's a disaster. Sitting there at the charging station, they had to get a ride from a friend after theirs would not charge. So could you imagine having to call your friend with a 1999 Honda Civic? <laughs> hey, bro, can you uh, pick me up? Yeah, but you got that Tesla. Yeah, I know. It's a little cold. It's cold outside. <laughs> but it's all electric vehicles, right? In some capacity, the, the cold weather affects the battery in the same way. Uh, one guy landed at Chicago O'Hare International Airport, found his Tesla dead and unable to start. Mm. I mean, I'm no tech expert, but all I think about is that first iPhone, it was a little rough at first, but yeah. the Tesla has been like, it's been amazing. I mean, people do love these cars. I know my friend Mike has one. It's had some mishaps. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, it's been great. But you see, I, I get a little annoyed when these articles just seem to attack electric cars and new technology because somebody's got to try it, right? Well, of course, yeah. Like, you've got to have, you know, whether you like Elon or not, you got to give the guy credit for trying new things, yeah. experimenting with new technology, trying to get sustainable energy. I mean, how cool would it be if one day you drive your car outside and the sun charges your car and it actually works? Oh, I look forward to that. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you know how they got those houses? Like, some of them have the totally black roof and, like, somebody knocked on their door mm -hmm. and sold them solar panels. I don't know all the details about it. I get mail about it all the time. I ignore it. Because uh, I, I think we're still in a mode. Just personally, I feel this way. Don't get mad at me. Like, I like the idea that I can just put gas in the car and a spark starts it. And I know I'm going to get to where I'm going. Yeah, but you may want to put some solar panels on your house because that can save you some money for your electricity bill. Yeah, I know. But then they got to rip the roof off, right? Or, yeah, or, or they it's take part a, of the process. Maybe they take a glue stick and glue the panels on. I don't <laughs> know exactly how it works. They use a glue gun. They use a glue gun. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't quite looked into it. But uh, I feel bad for these people. You know, you get this fancy car and you expect it to work. And then... Yeah. And this is in what cold weather, but and then on the other hand, you know, obviously people aside, I do sort of like that the robots can't handle cold weather. It reminds me of that movie with Tom Cruise. Remember when the uh, the robots are taken over? No one knows mm -hmm. what to do, and then the robots get sick because of a cold and they die like these huge massive aliens are you taking notes on how to defeat the robots well, I have water just, I'm and just cold saying, temps right it just seems like things that uh, you wouldn't expect to take these pieces of technology or maybe even the aliens in the future down that seems to be the thing that takes them down right yes producer Heather I always thought cold was good for batteries. My uncle Tony always told me if my batteries run low to put them in the freezer. Is that not a thing? <laughs> yeah, come to find out that's a lie. Yeah, it's, it's why you struggle in life a lot. It was because of Uncle Tony. Yeah. yeah. I will say that a cold morning, it's sometimes really hard to start up a gas-powered car, too. So I think the cold can come for you. You want to fight? No matter where you're coming from. You drive from. an electric car? No, I have a gas-powered oh. car. I mean, oh, in okay. a cold so morning, it's hard for me to start up, too. Yeah. Like, it's hard for anything to be start up. <laughs> yeah, you know, where we are on the East Coast, it's very cold, and uh, I thought for sure that my heart might not make it uh, <laughs> through the walk that I had <laughs> to this my car. Tough. But I'm here. And it's like, I'm fine. Yeah. It's good. You know, because we're resilient. We're humans. That's right. we're, we're flesh and blood. I love it. Many weeks after Christmas, almost a month, and our camera guy, Josh, is still paying off a present, but not the way you think. Like, this is not a financial payoff. Can you tell Jabo? What your wife asked for on her Christmas list this right. past year? Well, this year she had the bright idea to include not only gifts, but labor to go along with them. And explain what that <laughs> means. Labor. That means that not only do I have to go out and buy the gift, but I also have to perform a task on top of that to complete her Christmas That's wish list. That's a given. Like, if you buy what? something that has to be assembled, who's going to put it together? No, 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 not no, no, her. no, 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 no. It's not just on stuff that I buy. It's 
tasks around the house. Oh. Like, <laughs> fix the shower rod. Right. <laughs> Listen, if you are in a relationship, th- that's gem. I need to write that down. No, no. that's a Heck bad yes. idea. Oh, no, that's a great idea. Wait, so how does she present, or I should say, how do you present the labor as mm-hmm. a gift? Like, what do you do? Do you wrap up a little card that says the task? Uh, no, I just do it, and then she gives me the next task to do. But how do you gift someone? Like, what's the presentation of here's your labor present? Right. It being done. That's it. Hello. That's literally it. Okay. So, so you I have, love that gift. You have like a look and you go, okay, I'll give you this, but then there's no opening or anything like that. Right. I just point my hands at it and say, there, there's <laughs> another one. <laughs> and you don't seem particularly thrilled about it. No, this is ridiculous. This is abusing the whole season. Okay. Yes, producer Kenny. They should get a little punch clock, and he can, like, clock in, clock out once he's completed a task. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, I feel sort of bad that you said yes to this. Why didn't you just turn it down and say, no, that's not what the season's about? Oh, I thought I'd try it out for a year, and uh, that was just so foolish. You know, you're not in your right mental space before Christmas. And, you know, I love her, and she's beautiful, and she asks for all this, and I'm just such a great guy. But I'm regretting all of it, and i just yeah. so foolish. Josh's yeah. wife, Anne, knows who she married. She knows that Josh loves Christmas and that she can probably get whatever she wants past him yeah. because he loves it that much. I'm a sucker. Well, camera guy Josh interviewed his wife, so we get to hear from her. Oh, yes. The brilliant Anne. You included labor. Why? Because it's the way that I can get you to do some things around the house. <laughs> well, like, I'm your husband. Like, why did you feel the need to include, like, and I quote, this is straight from your Christmas list, hang shower curtains. Yes. Because I want it done, and if it's for Christmas, I know you'll do it for sure, and you'll do it in a timely manner. It's hard to get on your to-do list. But I would say, this this is better than what you've described in the past, where like if there's a tree down in your backyard and your dad comes over, she vocalizes. Yeah, she'll say in front of my father that, oh, Josh needs to get to this, he hasn't gotten around to it, so that then my father will instruct me more forcibly to go get that task done. Or go get the chainsaw himself. Yeah, or get it done (laughs) and and then make me feel atrocious about it. It just doesn't seem fair. You can't put labor on a Christmas list, it seems like you're kind of taking advantage of the whole season. Why? That's what I want. And you want to give me what I want, I think. So I put it on there. (laughs) Hang shower curtain. Yeah. And there was, I think, several other gifts on there that needed a labor installation too. No, I know. That's why I'm still working on the list. Like it's going to take me until April. Love you. Love you too. Oh boy, be careful what you say yes to around the holidays. Don't do it next time. This is the TJ Show, our news. It sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? The International Space Station has been orbiting the Earth since 1998, but it can't float around in space forever. The USA Today is reporting on NASA's plans to safely deorbit the space station and bring it back to Earth. Why can't it stay up there? I guess it would decompose after a certain period of time. It'll oh. eventually fall out of orbit. The technology is, you know, needing an update. It's been around there for a long time. So wow. several reasons why it, it can't stay up there. And, and letting it fall back to Earth naturally like they do with some smaller satellites just isn't an option. 
Yeah, you don't want that to hit someone. Exactly. There's too big of a risk that it will fall in a populated area. So according to NASA, private companies have until February 12th to submit design proposals for a, quote, new or modified spacecraft using a large amount of propellant that in the years ahead will be tasked with docking with the space station and safely crashing it into an ocean. Huh. I'm sure the... Fish are going to love that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, for real. You ever look in a fish tank and you, you get those little rocks that the fish can go inside? This is like the coolest thing <laughs> yeah. that fish can live in. I mean, hoping that there's nothing like toxic yeah. in that satellite. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. But <laughs> I'm just thinking like it's going to look cool to them. Usually when stuff crash lands into the ocean, they go and fetch it. But you're right in the sense that they do dump a lot of things into the ocean yep. to create new coral reefs for the aquatic oh. life there. So oh, I, is that I what? That's what it's for? I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, th- they actually have done that on purpose. Yeah. Well, it's nice that they're actually going to go retrieve it. I just assume they'd leave it there like everything else. Yeah, we'll hear what NASA's plans are. They are planning on awarding the contract in June for this vehicle, and it will be deployed to the space station in 2030. That's what they're suggesting. Kenny, what else do you have? Last year, we reported on Bobby, the dog from Portugal that was named the world's oldest dog by Guinness World Records. Bobby was reportedly 31 years old and died eight months after he was given the title. However, Bobby's title has been suspended pending an investigation, according to Guinness. What's the investigation? Oh, gee, what a surprise. He's actually 20. (laughs) Didn't we say this when this came out, that there's no dog that ever lives to 31? And I think we even accused it of not being a dog. The previous record was... 29 uh, that was set in the early 20th century. The Associated Press is reporting that the review was launched in response to a number of veterinarians expressing skepticism over Bobby's age. Oh my gosh. Bobby's rolling in his grave. That's like a grandma claiming to be a thousand years old. Yes, I'm a thousand. Well, they are in wisdom. (laughs) Right. It's just, I don't think it's possible. But then again, I'm no dog expert, so who am I to give my opinion? Well, Bobby's age, according to Guinness, was initially confirmed by the Veterinary Medical Service in Portugal and verified by a Portuguese government-authorized pet database. However, evidence reporting a different age came to light after the record was awarded. Wow. All right. Well, this is an interesting story. There's scandal everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. I had a feeling that was a weird one. Kenny, what else do you have? Uh, There is a picture that... Pitches, or at least pitch for the Texas Rangers, Jordan Montgomery, and he is a free agent, and they're speculating where is he going to wind up next season. Well, there's a barbecue joint in the area where the Texas Rangers play that really wants him to come back, and they are offering Jordan Montgomery free barbecue for life if he resigns with the Rangers. I'm down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was me. I'd be like, yep, let's do it. That sounds like a great deal. <laughs> Kenny, what else do you have? In an effort to be more transparent, the CEO of Adidas, Bjorn Golden, gave his number, his cell phone number, to 60,000 of his employees during a town hall meeting. Oh, he's going to change that number real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, do you call that number if you get it in that kind of an environment? Like if the CEO gives the number, do you give it a call, Kenny? No. What about you, j <laughs> Oh, yeah. Ring, ring. You What's do? up, sir? Well, I when I used to teach classes as an adjunct, I used to give my cell phone number to my students in my syllabus, hoping that they would never call. Me. <laughs> and, and did they call? No, nobody ever did, except for maybe if they were running late or something like that, they might send a text message. Okay. Um, but so, according to Golden, he was contacted about two hundred times every week by staff wow. asking him to make changes to the company. 
How he could have just that? given out an email, like a personal email. <laughs> Phone number is too much. Well, you got to admire that, though, to be connected with the employees that are doing the business for you. And that's that's important. Well, he says he knows some people think he's crazy for doing this, but he believes it's important for leaders to be open. Golden is a former pro soccer player and was formerly CEO of Puma, where he's credited with leading an impressive sales turnaround. And they're hoping to do that at Adidas because they've been struggling for a number of reasons in recent years. But Golden believes that the company will return to profitability this year. Look at that. Kenny, what else do you have? It's being reported by several sources that Jason Kelsey, Philadelphia Eagles center, brother to Travis, future Hall of Famer, and perhaps future brother-in-law to Tay-Tay is retiring (laughs) 13 seasons in the NFL. You know something we don't know, uh, Kenny? I don't know. Uh, I'm saying, I'm I'm, I'm just speculating here. You never know what could happen. But I thought he was really great. He is really great. Why is, why is he retiring? He's 36 years old. He's tired. His body hurts. Oh, yeah, no, but come on, Brady. In NFL years, that's like 86. That's two different positions. Quarterback yeah. and what Jason Kelsey does, that man should have retired four years ago. Okay. And, and speaking of that, part of uh, this release here mentioned, you know, we've talked about the tush push that the Eagles made famous this yeah. past season. It's a quarterback sneak where Jason Kelsey as the center is is essential to that part apparently every time they ran that play he would yell out beep my life oh man (laughs) because he'd wind up at the very bottom of that pile yeah that's a good point he's getting yeah he's tired he's he's had enough piling on yeah i I think he's doing other things right he's right becoming very successful at it so good for him yeah the news comes after he was seen crying on the sideline after the eagles playoff loss to the buccaneers on monday night reporters even approached kelsey after the game for interviews where he waved them off saying no guys not today he's a six-time first team all pro selection he's one of only five centers in the history of the league with that distinction Hmm. according to reports he told his teammates in the locker room after the game that this season would be his last. Um, he apparently considered retirement at the end of last year and the few seasons before that. But after coming so close to winning the Super Bowl last year, he decided to give it one last try. Well, good for him. He did great. He did. Kenny, what else do you have? It's not a good time for companies to be merging right now. CNBC is reporting how a federal judge blocked JetBlue Airways' purchase of Spirit Airlines, saying the deal would drive up fares for price-sensitive customers by taking the discount carrier off the market. Are there not price-sensitive customers? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge me whatever you want. Great. Aren't we all price-sensitive mm-hmm. customers? I know, I've seen some of those videos of, of what happens on Spirit Airlines flights, and I, I might consider paying a little bit more. More, uh, to avoid something like that. But I want the option, though, you know, just in case. If I want to be a little bit more price sensitive, I want to still have Spirit as an option. And, and that's what the Department of Justice is arguing here by blocking this merger. The judge said JetBlue plans to convert Spirit Airlines planes to JetBlue layout and charge JetBlue's higher average fares to its customers. The elimination of Spirit would harm cost-conscious travelers who rely on Spirit's low fares. All I want is like three extra inches of legroom. Okay, <laughs> just figure that part out. Take the emergency exit. Are then you willing you, to help people off the you, plane and something goes down? I mean, then you got to do all that work. Oh, TJ. I'm just saying, yes. I mean, I'd probably <laughs> help no matter what exit I was in. I don't want to think about that, Jabo. okay? I know, I'm just saying, take that one and you don't, you don't have to worry about this the This is inches. supposed to be an uplifting place and now you're depressing me. <laughs> Whatever. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, in other merger news, the two largest supermarket chains, Kroger and Albertsons, were planning to merge until the Washington State Attorney General sued to block it. 
Huh. Kroger and Albertson say their merge was their only way of standing a chance against non-traditional rivals like Amazon, Costco, and especially Walmart. But the attorney general said that because these two companies own more than half of all supermarkets in the state, the merger mm. would eliminate a rivalry that helps keep food prices in check. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. The merge purge. Yeah, not a good time to merge right now. Kenny, what else do you have? Well, TJ, it's the time of year where people are getting sick with colds and other respiratory infections. And of course, this brings on an influx of social media content from influencers claiming to have a remedy. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we've been seeing a whole bunch of videos claiming that pickles or pickle juice can help soothe your sore throat. So mm. today.com asked the experts what they thought. I'd be careful about what we're reading on the internet because what that reminds me of, I'm assuming, that's a vinegar, right? Yeah, pickle brine is vinegar, salt, water. So I was at a farmer's market one time many years ago and they had this like apple cider vinegar elixir mm-hmm. on sale. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, this will solve all your problems with you. And I'm like, well, this is going to sound pretty good. You know, I'm a farmer. And I'm like, okay, great. So I get it. And I'm taking this stuff for a while. And all of a sudden I start like having some problems with my throat. Mm. And I go to a doctor and an ENT goes, what are you doing? Like you're, you're messing up your receptors in your throat. And it's like, we have very delicate bodies. We don't want to just be like slamming vinegar down our throat. So when I think of that, I go, eh, well, I like the taste of pickles. I'll eat it, but I don't know if I want to be drinking that. Did you start having like acid reflux and stuff? No, I mean, it just wasn't good. Thankfully, I, I caught it in time and it just, yeah, it wasn't really helping me the way I thought it was. Yeah. So I just am very cautious now when I see things on the internet or someone says something and they seem like an expert. Well, even like pickle juice, man, that thing is so potent. It can put a hole in your stomach. <laughs> yeah. I can no, imagine drinking it. It's, it's acidic. Mm-hmm. Well, is it good for you? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> What's the story again? <laughs> the, the experts that they interviewed here said that there is some science behind the idea that pickles or pickle juice can help soothe your sore throat. Mm. Mm. So, of course, its main ingredients of salt and vinegar helps moisten your throat, reduce inflammation, and fight bacteria, potentially easing discomfort. Yeah, research that like a thousand times over before you just listen to it, because I'm telling you. You, you get in with the wrong advice and then you complicate your problems. Mm-hmm. I know a, a doctor who used to work overnight shifts in an emergency room. And what he found in a place th- that uh, nothing should be, except for like a couple things, in, in, a, in a woman, was like mind boggling. And guess where she found out about it? On the internet. <laughs> it said, this is great for you. Oh, and no. it wasn't. It complicated things. Well, one thing to note here is part of the reason why this works is the salt component. And we've heard for thousands of years that gargling with salt water is a good way to soothe right? a sore throat. That does so, work. Gargle with salt water. Yeah. So, it's been working for a thousand so, years. Yes. <laughs> to, your, to your point, TJ, maybe we just do that. Yeah. Like, you want to listen to a TikTok influencer who has a feeling about something? I mean, we all love pickles, right? I love pickles. Yeah, they're wonderful. They're I mean, missed for me. I got some spicy pickles at home right now. I'm working through Grillo's Pickles. Big fan. Good for you. Right out of Massachusetts. Nice. They're all over the place now. Happy for those guys. Okay. What else you got, Kenny? Okay. We're done talking about pickles for now. Researchers in Abu Dhabi say they developed an AI tool that can pretty closely copy a person's handwriting. Mm, you could have my handwriting. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't bad. think we Mine's need terrible, it. too. Yeah. Do we need that? That can cause so many issues. Like someone can sign for a loan on your behalf or who knows what else. Well, I don't know if we could do anything anymore for any reason, J-Bo. We're just becoming these, uh, we're afraid to breathe without AI getting involved, right? 
Yeah, well, the researchers did bring up your concern, Jabo, saying we are very cautious about it because we know it could be misused, but it only needs a couple of paragraphs of your writing to train itself to mimic your handwriting. And it specializes in English writing and is not yet available to the public at this point. Well, Kenny, thank you for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. (laughs) 